from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang. Welcome to our another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast, November 17th, 2022. It's Thursday. It's our final episode for this week, and we've got a lot to cover today. A whole slew of things going on, including Good Guys Prevail, one of my favorite segments for Thursdays, by the way is hearing how we're catching some of these criminals um, in the act um, or not in the act necessarily, but while they think they're uh, good and free because they're hiding behind a computer screen. And what I want to tell everyone is there's no such thing as online anonymity. I know people are going to argue that point with me because I know some of our security researchers who always reach out and are awesome go, James, you can always have online anonymity. I tend to want to say that when it comes to the way law enforcement seeks and is able to get attribution, we may have to reconsider the point of online anonymity. Let's get into this morning's show. Before we do, I'm going to grab my double espresso, whatever you're drinking to power you through this Thursday and into the weekend. Have a cup. Cheers, folks. Should I do one sip? Everyone knows the rules. And what about another one? I did two sips today, kind of like what Portnoy does with his pizza. One bite, everyone knows the rules, but then he takes like seven. Not fair. Let's kick off this morning's um, news with a ongoing supply chain attack where a Python, a malicious Python package is being used to distribute information stealer. The ongoing attack since the first half of October when it was uncovered by Filium on November 1st, with attackers copying existing popular libraries and injecting a malicious import statement into them. The purpose of the injected code is to infect the victim's machine with a script that runs in the background. The script, which fetches the victim's geolocation, contains a modified version of an information stealer called WASP. The attackers have managed to infect hundreds of victims today while actively releasing new packages to continue the campaign, according to checkmarks. Sonographies used to hide the malicious code inside the packages. The payload is polymorphic, meaning the different code results each time the second and third stage URLs are loaded, which helps evade detection and keeps persistence. The threat actors behind these attacks is offering their malware on cybercrime forums, claiming the code is fully undetectable as of right now. Check marks would tend to disagree. They were able to link Wasp's author to a Steam account and a YouTube channel containing videos of building Discord hacking tools the level of manipulation used by the software supply chain attackers is increasing obviously post solar winds this is one of them we're entering and we're just uh, a mere eight days away from um black friday and e-commerce platforms are a top of mind target um so e-commerce malware and vulnerability detection firm sansac warns of a surge of cyber attacks targeting cve 2022-24086 a critical mail template vulnerability affecting the Adobe Commerce and Magento stores. Adobe did release an emergency patch for it in February, warning the owners and admins of online stores that the security issue was already being exploited in the attack. And now heading into the holiday season, this is coming front and first. So you want to make sure if you're shopping online or if you run an online store, make sure you've got that store patched. Buy from stores you trust. Um, and, and, and make sure you're checking those as well. Remote code execution vulnerabilities have been found in F5 products. According to Rapid7, they've identified several vulnerabilities and other potentially and their potential security issues affecting F5. F5 can't catch a break, folks. Rapid7 reported its finding to the vendor in mid-August, disclosed the details on Wednesday, just as F5 released advisories to inform customers about the security holes 
and the availability of engineering hotfixes. Few of the issues discovered have been described as high severity remote code execution vulnerabilities and been assigned CVE identifiers, while the rest are security bypass methods that F5 does not view as vulnerabilities. The most serious of them, CVE 2022-41622, a cross-site request forgery issue affecting big IP and big IQ products exploitation can allow a remote unauthenticated attacker to gain root access to the device management interface, even if the interface is not exposed to the internet. The second vulnerability, CVE 2022-41800, allows an attacker with admin privileges to execute arbitrary shell commands via RPM specification files. Um, in addition, the firm have identified several security issues, including a local privilege escalation via bad Unix socket permissions and two uh, SE Linux bypass methods. Um, so um, F5 has this warning out there and they've got some workarounds, but no patch in sight apparently. Suspected zoo cybercrime ringleader, ringleader tank has been arrested by the Swiss police tank. The uh, Swiss Federal Office of Justice uh, arrested uh, Vychalichev Igorovich Penchikov, known as Tank, one of the leaders of the notorious Jabber Zeus cybercrime gang in Geneva last month when he was on his way to visit his wife, thinking Geneva is a safe haven. The uh, uh, person arrested is now awaiting extradition to the U.S. He will probably appeal it, but nonetheless, um, the U.S. Department of Justice is now seeking his extradition. The government yesterday also issued a warning around Iranian APTs exploiting Log4j. According to the advisory by CISA and the FBI, Iranian government-sponsored attackers hit at least one federal civilian executive branch organization with an exploit for a Log4j vulnerability in an unpatched VMware Horizon server. From mid-June through mid-July, CISA conducted an IR engagement at a federal civilian executive branch organization where CISA observed suspected APT activity. In the course of the incident response activity, CISA determined that cyber threat actors exploded the log for shell vulnerability in an unpatched VMware Horizon servers, installed the XM rig crypto mining software, moved laterally to the domain controllers, compromised credentials, and then implemented NGROC reverse proxies on several hosts to maintain persistence. The IOCs published, uh, uh, the agencies published the IOCs, sorry, and other data to help organizations hunt for signs of infections with an assumed compromise mindset if you haven't patched it um you want to make sure you get those done and finally the u.s is charging russian suspects with operating the z library ebook site anton napoliski and valeria and markova two russian nationals were charged with ip crimes linked to the z library of pirate online ebook repositories the defendant were arrested on november 3rd in argentina by the country's authorities at the request of u.s law enforcement a day later the z library's clearnet domain was seized by the Department of Justice and FBI. Although the fate of the operators was unknown to the public at this time, Z Library was one of the world's largest public and free-to-access written content repositories containing 11 million books and 84 million articles in a massive 220 terabyte database. Of the two defendants, Napoliski is burdened by evidence based on records obtained from Google and Amazon that he was in control of the Z Libraries. Z Library started as a volunteer-run project. And both gentlemen are currently awaiting extradition in Argentina to come to the U.S. I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to another big story yesterday. Uh, friends of the show, Achilles, raised $65 million uh, with our friends over at Teammate and uh, Jerusalem Venture Partner. So congratulations to them for raising $65 million. Uh, a job really well done um, and speaks to the potential Achilles does have. So good for them folks that's it for our show today we'll be back with a whole lot more tomorrow uh sorry on monday 
And next week, obviously, Thursday, Thanksgiving, we won't be doing a show, uh, but then we'll be back with a whole lot more uh, um, uh, after the holiday break. Until then, have a great rest of your day, and most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.